Welcome to the Overanalyzers. I'm Mike. I'm a software engineer, and I'm here with my brother Dan, who's a uh, concept artist and illustrator. We are a weekly podcast, and this week is going to be a little bit different. Uh, this was not a planned conversation. This was us talking after a show, and uh, it, it sparked something that turned out to be very interesting to us. And this launched us into a topic and a, a thing that we've been exploring for many weeks now. So this started with me being frustrated about a game I play, which is called StarCraft II. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's a competitive game. You can almost think of it a little bit like chess, except that there's no uh, there's no turns. You just play as fast as you can. It's a stupid way to explain it, but it's close enough. It's a competitive game. And I've been able to get good enough to be in the top 2% or so of competitive players. Uh, but I have not been able to get beyond that into the, the really upper tier. And this is something that's been frustrating to me for other areas of my life, too. I, I felt this way about classical guitar and other things that I've pursued. I've gotten good, but had trouble breaking into the, the really upper echelon. So this, this whole conversation sparked from that. Me being frustrated and uh, asking questions about why this is happening and, and what needs to change. So uh, we'll leave it at that. But that's the setup for what you're about to hear. Uh, so I hope you like it. Because there, there's a lot of things I want to say in response to what you just said, but I don't want to say it now because we talk about it later. What, what if we were just recorded this on uh, Wednesday? Well, I don't, I don't know how much I have to say about it. It's more of just a question for me. You know, I don't really have an answer. I just have this question and observation. Wait, wait. Hit record and then oh, we're give recording. me a question. Okay. So what's your question? Well, the, the question is, how do I get better at some skill? And like I said, with the StarCraft thing, you know, I got coaching. I had somebody tell me what I was doing wrong and it didn't help. Right. And I've heard the same thing from other people. Well, so, because they're not, they're not addressing your approach. They're just addressing small incidental things i guess right? so i mean in the in what you're talking about with the coaching he's saying oh you should have done this you should have done that but he's not addressing the way that you've approached the entire thing right like maybe i'm not understanding what is happening well enough to recognize oh i'm gonna lose this fight unless i get a surround with the army and i need to set that up or i'm not anticipating right. what they're doing well enough uh Okay, I remember when, when I played guitar and I was crazy into it and I was pretty good. I mean, for being in high school or whatever. I remember going to my friend's house and me and him both played guitar and both were kind of the same. And then there was our third friend who was a drummer. And we were, we put on a movie or something after playing a bunch of music and the drummer um, had just started playing guitar just because he was interested in it. And he uh, he's tapping his leg. I mean, like a crazy person. He's tapping his leg uh, while we're watching a movie. And we're like, what is wrong with you? What What is it? And he, he gets up and he's got, he just goes, I, I got to play guitar. I got to play guitar. And he just, he goes and he starts playing guitar while me and my friend just sit there and watch the movie. Um, fast forward six months to a year later, he is so much better than us. And we had been playing for maybe six years. I mean, giving it everything we got for yeah. six years. And he is way better than us. 
um, so much faster. Uh, I, I think the, uh, the the way me and you, but it's well, I can only really speak for myself. But the the way we approach things is so observant of exactly what we're doing. We're not completely um, in indulged in the uh, yeah in the thing itself. We we waste mental energy observing ourselves doing it. Whereas if we could just be completely involved with it, I, I don't know. No, what do you I, think of it? I yes, but it's complicated. It is extremely complicated because but... some people, and I've seen this as a teacher. I've seen some people get really excited about playing guitar and they don't get good at it. You know, it it worked for this person, but it sometimes doesn't work for other people. Like just being excited and trying really hard is not necessarily it. It's part of it, obviously, but it's not all there is to it. And so it, it could be if you took a thousand people and you had some magic wand and said, poof, you all are really excited about playing guitar. You're going to sit there and like shake your leg and you can't help but go play it. Some of them would get really good and some of them wouldn't. And if nobody thought about it, if it was just they, like we just talked about, you know, you take, you have some mental approach that you just happen to take and that's the way you do it or maybe based on past experiences. I don't know. You just do it. If nobody thought about it, then it would just be random. You might just randomly happen to be one of the people who thrived with it and you might randomly happen to be one of the people who just did really poorly and my assertion is that it's it doesn't have to be random i think if you're smart you can make sure that you have the right mental approach to it well, how, how do you be smart well i don't i don't do you know mean if you're smart <laughs> that but that's what i mean it with okay with the first one in the game effect that is a concrete observation about what can create a certain mindset that can affect you learning something. There's a lot more to it than that. That's not but, the but, only thing that affects you learning, but you can change that. If nothing else, you can just make sure that you're the first one in. I think, see, it, it's not intentional. The first one in the game, whether they decided to be the first one in the game or not, they were the first one in the game, and they're the ones that are, are then set up to think that way. Uh, what I'm saying is the person that wants the thing the most does not even have, does not necessarily have an edge over the person who just enjoys it. The person who really wants to do it the most, that's the person that's going to get it. You know, it, if I sit around all day and daydream about how much I want this thing and how passionate I am about it, it doesn't give me an advantage over the person who just simply enjoys doing it. And is obsessed with it. You're saying that 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 quality of observing yourself doing it um, could be basically a an empty spot in your brain that that should have been uh, built to be more involved with. No, I I think I know what you're saying. Here's an example. There's, again, back to StarCraft. There's this guy, he's a streamer, uh, who plays StarCraft. And I, I'll watch him sometimes at night before I'm going to bed. And he is a little bit worse than me in terms of skill rating. Uh, and he's he knows so much more about the game than I do. 
he'll he'll play a game and he'll lose and then he'll watch the replay and he'll go oh i made the wrong decision here i made the wrong decision here i should have done this i should have taken one more gas i should have gone up to this eco i shouldn't have positioned my army here like he has this super analytical approach and believe it or not my approach to starcraft is not nearly that analytical um, i view it more like a sport where you're trying to you know if if you play tennis against someone you're trying to just be faster and better and more accurate. You know, it, it's not the more brilliant strategist isn't usually the guy who wins. It's the guy who just hits the balls in more consistently and faster and whatever. Um, anyway, that's my approach to StarCraft. This guy is super analytical. And I very much think, as someone who is a bit higher level than he is, that he's wrong to take that type of approach. To it, be it, that analytical? Yeah, because instead of just thinking... I just got to make 25 drones and then go and fight and just go fast and go hard and do counterattacks and anticipate and just take us. It is a sport like approach to it. That is a better approach, at least in some situations. Now, the analytical approach does have benefits, but it is very much getting in the way of him just doing it. And it with this video I watched this week about this guy, the professor who talked about language, uh, one of the major points was that if you're learning a language, you actually don't want to be corrected. Uh, you know, you have your language partner that's explaining basic or, you know, demonstrating basic things and giving you really simple sentences and you're responding and saying stuff. If you use the wrong tense of a verb or something like that, you actually do not want to correct that person because it hurts them. And I, I forget the name, but there's some like theory about it where you want your mind to just connect a thought with words and being told the correct word that, oh, you used it wrong, forces you to back up and think again and reestablish it and, and say it again. Like that is not a healthy process. You actually just want to be doing it and eventually okay. it will correct itself. And that right, can so happen with the analytical approach. You're not just doing stuff. You're not just going for it and fighting and uh, it can be a problem. Yeah, your your brain is it, it, your brain can only handle so many things at once, and right. the the person who does it best is dealing with feeling all of these things naturally. So, say with playing StarCraft, you're not observing yourself doing these things; you're just doing these things. Uh, it's natural to you. Maybe you have thought about it a lot beforehand, but when you go into the game. It's got to be all natural. You you yeah. can't waste your your mental energy on observing yourself doing it, right? Because right. it takes away from it slows from you the down. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It causes you to be hesitant and you know not play as well as you should. But at this, like that is that is an approach. That right. guy could say, "I'm doing this wrong. I'm thinking too much. I'm playing too slowly. I need to just." go for it you know have something specific that i do and i just do that he could take that approach too that there is a in a weird sense he's not analyzing the fact that he's analyzing things you know he if he took right. one step higher and did a little bit of higher level analysis and thought you know what sometimes this game is more like a sport than it is you know a strategy in a battle of intellect i need to just do that <sighs> stupid lights change again But you get what I mean? Like, it's not just, um, yeah, no, I, I get what you mean. And I've thought like it's, about this. It's still before. analysis. Like you could arrive at that 
way of playing by analysis and analysis and think I need to shut off this analysis and just go for it. My my best paintings and pieces that I've done, it's when I'm able to turn off that higher brain of observing myself doing it and thinking through all of these rules and all of these the way things work and it it's when I just I guess people call it flow, but you just you're just doing it and you're not really consciously thinking about it. It's just all natural to you. Now I only right. got to that point because of a bunch of analysis right. and and slow learning, but once you have it, it's not so easy to turn that that observation brain off. But in fact, it it might be impossible to just do it consciously to just suddenly go into natural ability. But that that's when my best work happens is when right. I'm able to just operate on natural feelings, yeah, and I, impulses. Yeah, I I almost think of myself as having like two levels of brain, you know, the, the conscious analytical thinking in English, putting stuff together type of brain. And then the much more primal, uh, non-conscious thought. Right. Right. And your conscious brain, I think is trying to set up your subconscious brain correctly to where you, you give it something to do you practice on some specific thing and then you're hoping that you develop skill and fluidity and all of those things. And, you know, you could, you could practice drawing a straight line a million times, right? Your conscious brain could say, this is what I'm going to spend my time on. Like, how can I make the straightest possible line? And you might get really good at making a straight line, but that might be stupid. You know, that might not help you become a good painter, right? You, you right. could, you know, you're you're in a, at a conscious level trying to make the decisions of okay, what do I do, and then you're trying to right, set up your I sub. Learn? Yeah, and you're trying to set up your subconscious, more primal brain to adapt and develop the physical skill and and all of that stuff. And there's some. It's hard to know how to do that correctly, how to set yourself up in the right ways, but that's what I'm wondering at and wrestling with in i mean starcraft is just one specific example i want to get good at a lot of things uh starcraft is a very concrete one and so i've been practicing and i'm trying to figure out what works and what doesn't how do i how do i get good if your your natural brain not your observation pulled back brain but if your natural brain is the best at making decisions when it counts you almost wish that part of your brain was in charge of the learning as well. Yeah. Right. But it it can work like that sometimes. Kind of. I, I don't know. If, maybe this is getting too crazy, but I think that's what you want. Is You want the observation brain to set up, set up situations in which your right. natural ability does the learning well so so it's not like you're you're just memorizing so so like for a language you're not sitting down memorizing okay this word means this in english right this word means this because that is is stupid what right, you want work. is is stranger more natural organic connections in your brain which you can't you can't get to if they're too contrived right right 
Well, right. You you want to expose your primal, deeper brain. Just I know it doesn't quite work this way, but as a metaphor, kind of. If we're both able to understand each other, it yeah. must mean something. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. Well, I'll just call it your primal brain. Um, That'll work. You're you want to put that in the right situation, and as I said. I watched this video by this guy that was fantastic. And he talks about exactly that, how you want to be in a situation with another human being. You have to pay them or do a language trade. You know, if they don't speak English, you can do this for them with English and then they can do this for you with German or something. Uh, but you need, that's what you need. You need to see their body language. You need it to be interactive. You need them to do very specific things of really simple words and using pictures and gestures and trying to use their bodies to communicate that's what you, you need, need them you need them to communicate with you on a subconscious level they, they need to include all of those things yeah that you don't get in uh on a test or in a or textbook. with rosetta stone or something or duolingo yeah. he specifically calls out those as just not working very well at all because they right. don't do that but that's what you need and so for language for learning a language as far as we can tell, that's the best way to do it that we know of. Maybe there is some other, you could refine certain techniques. Maybe you could do some things better, but that seems to be the best way. Uh, right. And so if I wanted to go learn a language, which I don't, but if I did, that is what I would do. I would find someone and pay them and make them do that. Because apparently, right. according to research and people who are experts and who have worked really hard to study this stuff, that's what works. And we've proved that it works. So for language, for the most part, there you go. That's what you should do. Right. Uh, or, or you go move to the country that you're right. language. Right. It, but even if you do, like, that's what you're not just going to walk around and, you know, walk into a conference room and listen to people talk like you're seeking out those specific things. And there might be other parts of it, too, like more subtle things of you know, the way you listen and the way you respond. And like we talked right. about. But, but but that situation sets you up to to utilize all of that right primal brain you know yes that's how it works for learning a language so how does it work for learning starcraft or for learning to play the piano and right. I, I can tell you from firsthand experience i went through school i i did my bachelor's of music performance degree in classical guitar and that did not happen for me i, I don't mean that it didn't happen i mean Nobody said, okay, we've done a ton of research on people trying to learn classical guitar. There's bad ways and there's good ways, and here's the best way. This is the, the pinnacle of modern science. This is the best way to teach that primal subconscious brain of yours how to play well. In fact, that question wasn't even asked. The way it was approached was, here's some stuff to work on, go practice it. Hope you practice a lot or you're not going to be very good. That was the beginning and end of everything. Well... This for sure doesn't have an answer for you, but some of the most beneficial things that I got uh, when I was learning music were some of the things that we did together. The, the really weird things. We would, I don't know where you got the idea for this. Maybe it was some article by Steve Vai or something in Guitar World. Could have been. That's a magazine, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever it was. You, uh, I think it was you that presented this, but you would play a chord any chord i couldn't see what it was and you would say try to say what what that makes you feel 
you would just play a chord and I would have to say how it made me feel. And then I would play a chord and then you would say how it made you feel. Just like really weird things like that. That's not something you would do in school. At least most people don't do in school. Um, Strange things like that. Um, and And then me and my friends would, I don't know, I would play something and then he would try to play the same thing. Um, I, you know, I would play a chord and then he would play a riff and then I would play another chord based off of that. I, I don't know, just, just different ways of communicating. I'm, I'm, we are literally communicating with each other through music. We're yeah. just weird ways of, of using it or utilizing it, um, that, that are not so straightforward. Those types of things have always stuck with me more mm-hmm. than anything else. That's what I mean. Like, that's a perfect example. The approach you take in a classroom to learn Spanish is a straightforward approach. You think, well, we're in a classroom, so we're going to take tests and we're going to use a book and you apply that format to it and it's stupid. It doesn't work. There's a way, way better way to do it if you start investigating how people work and how they learn and actually that's not at all how you should do it. You should do this thing where you have somebody in front of you. That's what works. And as far as we know, that's the best way to do it. And in a way, it seems really stupid and obvious because that's literally how everyone on earth learns to speak. So you would think that we could have figured that out sooner, but we're just, as a society, stupid. But right. for, for StarCraft... For anything, right? StarCraft being one of them, what's the optimal technique for StarCraft? People don't know. I, we don't. Well, I think it's that way with anything is you don't really know. But, but I, I want to know, right. right? What you're saying of those weird things of, hey, I'll play this chord. You tell me what it makes you feel. That actually turned out to be very beneficial. It causes you to have to engage with it right. with a very particular mindset. And I think it can help train that more primal part of your brain but what else is that the best way that clearly that doesn't cover everything that's just one little thing that we happen to do randomly right there's got to be so many other ways to deal with the physical skill part of it to deal with the the hearing the creativity all of that stuff i feel like nobody's really asking those questions well can you really set up a program and a concrete program that addresses something that is so not complete. Complete. Um, we don't even understand how the brain works completely. But we have I, solved it for certain things. Yeah. For language, we have again. Maybe it's not the perfect way, but it's a really good way. You know, we we have. That's a mostly solved problem for memory, which I want to do a show on this too. Memory is also a solved problem, and it's insane that people don't know this. But there are there are people you can go to a contest or, or watch footage of this right. where somebody will learn the order of like 10,000 playing cards in 30 minutes. And you think, wow, they must be some kind of Rain Man genius. But no, they're not. They're actually a totally normal person. And this has been proven a thousand right. times over. If you learn the right techniques, we, we have figured out how your brain is how it memorizes things and if you use the right techniques and the right way of visualizing you can do that too and i i keep pitching this book moonwalking with einstein but there was a guy who did exactly that he was a reporter he went and watched this and he got told that by some of these one guy he's like look you could do this too and he's like no way like no way and uh the guy's like no look i'll show you and a couple years later 
he won the contest. He remember like he learned how to do this. It's a solved problem. So memory check, we got that. Language check, we got that. Uh, we need more people to know about those things. So that's a problem. But there are so many other things like the physical skill of playing a piano. I have not seen a whole lot on how to get really good at that. How do you, what's the best way to train your brain for doing that? I think, well, for one, what, what are you trying to get better at with the piano? What is the, the end goal? Like with, with all the memory stuff, they have a specific thing that they're trying to do. So they're trying to memorize a gazillion numbers in a row. Yeah. With piano, what are they trying to, you know? I mean, piano is a, a very broad set of skills, right? Or at least it could be. You know, memorizing right. a thousand playing cards, it's very narrow what you're trying to do. You're trying to memorize playing cards. And so there's pretty specific techniques you can apply to that. And you will be able to do it right. really, really well. I mean, you would using the correct techniques. You could, let's say, memorize a thousand playing cards in ten minutes. I forget what the numbers are. Versus right. a normal person not using those techniques could memorize like seven. I mean, the difference is monstrous right. if you use the right approach to that. Piano playing a piano could mean a lot of different things. If you are just trying to perform a classical piece that you have memorized then it's you know the the physical dexterity the connection between your memory and your body things like that but it, it's a physical skill at least in well let, let's in that say sense. could you what is it flight of the bumblebee that's a pretty uh advanced sure yeah yeah physical song okay so say could you play flight of the bumblebee going from never touching piano to playing that song within a week um that that's sort of the theoretical equivalent of the it seems like it memorizing those numbers right like we haven't solved that we haven't right. figured out how to do that and and maybe you can't maybe doing that from zero to flight of the bumblebee in a week is not possible but it feels like we don't really know that much. For example, right. uh, powerlifting, which I'm into, is, I won't say it's solved, but it used to be that powerlifting didn't exist and nobody really knew how to get strong or we just didn't really try. And then the, the science of exercise and how to eat and stuff like that changed and evolved and it's nothing massive, but now you have people who can deadlift um, 1200 pounds. I mean, they take steroids and stuff, but it doesn't really change the equation. Like there's a lot more than that. They are extremely strong. They've trained for decades with very specific programming of you're doing this number of reps and these kinds of breaks. And then you're eating like this. And we we've nailed that down to be pretty good. And it turns out that if you want to be able to deadlift 1200 pounds, you need to work really hard for a really long time I mean, that there's just no way around that but we certainly haven't found anybody who can go from you know 110 pound teenager to deadlifting 1200 pounds in a week that does not seem to be realistic for right because that. you're dealing with a lot of physical you're basically time yeah, yeah. you're I'm, in a really simple sense you're trying to make your muscles grow along with other aspects of it 
but that right. is just a process that takes a very long time uh but for something that isn't based on muscle size how does that fit that feels somewhere well, in between let, those let's two. go back to starcraft because that's an interesting thing to think about i mean this is something where you have to it's a competition game i mean you're you're mm -hmm. playing against someone else right and yet you're still having numbers that rank you you're dealing with physical dexterity of mm -hmm. being able to type fast enough you have to have a keyboard that's good that you have good control over there's yeah. a lot of factors that come into that Right. Uh, you you not only have to deal with the the technical parts of the game, but you also have to be able to to see what the opponent is going to do. You have to use your own intuition. Right. To figure you're, out what they're doing. You're trying to read them. You're trying to anticipate. There's you know strategic changes. That that is a big part of the reason why I play StarCraft a lot, and I find it very interesting. Is that it is a game that encompasses a lot of stuff there is no single skill of you just get better at this one thing and you start winning all the time there's, right. a, there's lot a lot to it and it's really really hard if you play a game and you lose it can be really difficult sometimes to determine why you lost you can point to certain things say, oh, i messed this up but when you really get down into where did i go wrong why did i mess this up why you know there's just a, right. so many tiny tiny things there there's pattern recognition there's physical dexterity there's all kinds of stuff so how in the world are you supposed to get better at it that is my question right well see my initial reaction would be to well let's go ahead and break down all the different aspects of the game uh you have you know the physical part of it you can get you can practice going faster you can practice i don't know your strategies your whatever um but i don't necessarily know if that because i feel like you've probably done yes. all of that i don't think that's the answer i think the answer is more weird right and more creative right. and more involved and i i don't i would not say oh you just need to do it more yes you you do need to do it more but that's not quite the solution i one of the nice things about starcraft is that you ha do have that skill rating it's called mmr in starcraft uh in chess and other games they call it elo uh it, it's a rating it's a number and it, it does a pretty good job of quantifying your skill you know, if you're a if you're ranked 3500 mmr you are almost certainly going to lose against somebody who is 4700 mmr it, it's it's very tangible you found this to be pretty accurate yeah yeah it's very accurate okay yeah um and it's interesting that it's so accurate i mean there's certainly you can beat somebody who's higher or lower but you know it if you played 10 games against somebody who's 500 mmr lower you were gonna win most of the time and it's it's very consistent in that sense uh anyway there have i've played the game for a long time and i have always wanted to get better i i, I never queue up into a game and just goof around and do whatever i'm always wanting to win and i'm always wanting to improve my skill and basically see that number go up but i have gone through long long stretches of time where i did not get better at all i played a lot i watched videos i worked on things i practiced didn't improve i've gone through other periods of time where i improved actually very quickly both in a 
you know, me feeling better about the game, feeling like I'm playing better, and then also just winning more and seeing the the rating go up. And I've been, I want to figure out what what is different. Why does it work so well at certain periods and not work so well in other periods? Well, I don't know. But what if... There are some, not to cut you off, but there are some people, there's this guy who's a pro player. He's considered at least one of the best in the world, you know, top three yeah. players or so. Uh, and he was incredible when he was 14. I mean, he, had, he, he wasn't even alive for that long and he's beating people who are 30, he, who have played their entire lives. You know, he got incredibly good incredibly fast and pretty quickly became one of the top players in the world and the typical answer for most people is well he's just this child prodigy he's just amazing he just is who knows but why why him would he be good at anything else what is it about his approach to the game makes him so good at it why does other why do other people i've seen people who have played 25,000 games way more than me probably more than this guy and they still suck they're okay, still like in the lower leagues in put yourself in the shoes of a 10 year old because i assume he probably started playing with when he was 10 if he's doing really good at sure. 14 okay the way he's playing the game versus how you play the game now you are constantly evaluating yourself and saying oh i need to be here i need to be at this level of skill i need to be at this M whatever MMR, yeah. Matchmaking yeah. rating is what that stands for. Whereas when he's playing it at 10 years old, what's going through his head? I don't know. But what do you think it is? I, I genuinely don't know. What what did you do when you were 10 years old? With uh, with well, you built like a friggin' hovercraft and <laughs> well. I mean, think, goof think of something, think of something you did. Okay. You just said goofing off. You're goofing yeah. off at 10 years old. He's no different than any other 10 year old. He's goofing off. So maybe try goofing off. Maybe. I, I mean, it, there, there's something there and I don't know yeah. if you can just create it out of just trying to create it. It, it has to be natural, um, which is basically impossible to create if you're trying to be natural, right? Um, well, it's a it's a pretty fundamental question, right? Or are we just fated to, you know, follow through with whatever our minds happen to have for us or not? Can we affect our future? I I've seen people who play the game a lot and suck. And I've seen people who play the game a lot and are really, really good, like pro level out there making tons of money, you know, traveling around the world competing, you know, even with the same number of games played. So clearly there's a, a vast difference there. And you, one conclusion might be, well, some people just happen to be good at it and some people happen to be bad at it. And that's just that. And maybe you could say, well, if if these bad people had the right mental approach, if they if they you if they did the same things that these really good people do, maybe they'd be good too. But the fact that, or you you might think that and say, well, it's just too bad they can't. You know, you you just have whatever approach you got. 
but the fact that I have gone through periods of time where I've improved steadily and done really well and then had other periods of time where I have not, in some cases, even gotten worse, even though I was really trying to get better, means that there's something going on there and I haven't figured out what it is. And I think it's weird. I think it's like what we had talked about where, you know, when you play a chord and listen to it and have to say how it makes you feel, that's not the obvious thing to do and how do I get good at music, but it actually right. turned out to be really beneficial. I think there's weird stuff going on and I would like to try and understand more about what that is. Okay, well, I don't know the whole thing, but you you just said that when, well, there were periods of time where you were trying really hard to get better and you actually got worse. Well, but there are times, but I know where you're going with that, but there are also <laughs> periods of time where I was really trying hard to get better and I did get better. So it, it wasn't, right. <laughs> that didn't seem to make the difference. It wasn't how badly I wanted to get better. Well, I, I, one more little thing I remember. So Starcraft is broken up into leagues, right? From yeah. bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, master league, grandmaster. I was in diamond. This was one of those really long periods of time where I was just stuck. I had, I made it up to the, the upper part of diamond league and I just couldn't get out. And I tried really hard. You know, I queued up and I just really wanted to get better. And get into Master League. Because when you're in Master League, you know, you're in Master League. That's kind of a big deal. Uh, and I was just stuck for a long time. And then I played this guy. Just played a game. And I beat him. And he got mad. Because he didn't like the way I won. And he said, like, lol. You suck. You're going to be stuck in Diamond League forever. And he left. And I was thinking, man, I think he's right. I am going to be stuck in Diamond League forever. This sucks. That just for whatever dumb reason, that insult just hit close to home because I really had been trying to make it into Master League really, really hard, really hard. I'd done the coaching, I'd done all this stuff. And two weeks later, I made it into Master League because that guy said that thing and it made me so mad. And that got me into Master League. But again, I was trying, I was really trying. But oh, that what? person. So you tried harder? I don't after know. That? I don't know. And you're not sure that's that's related. You're just pretty sure it's it's it was a incredible coincidence if it isn't related. This person making me angry and upset got me to break into Master League. And since I did that of pushing up into that higher league, I've never dropped below it. Like from that point, I mean, I, I had fluctuated, but we said there's kind of a an upper end to your skill generally and like a lower end, you kind of fluctuate within a window. Uh, my window moved up permanently where I was then playing in Master League and I might dip down, but I would always oscillate, you know, into that area. And I got stuck for a long time, plateaued in the lower levels of Master League. And then I went through another period where I got a lot better. And then my skill window shifted up again to where I was in like the mid tier of Master League, fluctuating around there. There was very specific moments or stretches of time where I, for whatever reason, whatever caused it, pushed me into a higher area and it seemed to pretty much stick where I would stay within that range. Well, I, I mean, this has happened exactly with me in, in art stuff. There's, there's certain times when I'm, when I'll be painting, and this actually happened recently. Um, after the whole pandemic thing, I got a lot more time to focus on learning things and I just became so involved. Um, from the second I woke up till the second I went to sleep, I was 
thinking about art and drawing all the time and whatever. And there was a couple paintings that I did where I couldn't believe what I was doing. It's like, I mean, it was just happening in front of me and I was not aware of what I was doing, but somehow all of a sudden I'm reaching these, these whole new yeah. uh, levels that I had never been able to get to before. And now I'm looking back and saying, how did I do that? I have no idea how I did that. How do I go back to that? Right. Um, and I, I, I can't go back. It's like, I, I, I can't do that now. Um, so now I'm trying to like figure out what I was doing before and I'm analyzing it and trying to figure out exactly what I did. Whereas before I was just doing it. Right. You just, weren't analyzing at the time. Yeah. And maybe that's the secret. I should, but I how can, be that can't be the secret. No, no, of course it can't be. Of course it cannot be. Um, it, you have to analyze things. You have to think about that. that just, I have no answer for this. Okay. <laughs> I don't I'm either. This is just a question. It's, I was doing my best when I wasn't thinking about it. And now I have to go right. back and figure out. I, I'm not saying. But there's other think times about it. where I wasn't thinking about it and it didn't get better. So, it, right. There's something going on there. There's something that happens. Right. I, and I, I want to know more about what it is. I don't think you can put it into concrete terms. I don't think there's ever going to be. We should keep looking for it. No, I don't agree. I think, I think there has to be more there. Okay. I like that. That's more okay. hopeful than not being able well, to. Well, uh, maybe I'm just being optimistic, but. But I, I'm thinking of the 10 year old and the going into 14 years old. Yeah. He's not putting this into concrete terms. He's stumbling upon this uh, ability without doing the observation that we're trying to do after the fact. Right. So he's getting the answers without doing the work. I mean, obviously he's working and he's doing all of these things um, and he's practicing and he's playing, but he's not doing the type of observation that we're trying to do right now. No, I, I know, I know what you're saying and I totally the is, take the is point. Not, don't but, do the observation. That's well, for him, it. he didn't have, as far as I know, I don't know. Maybe he is super analytical for this stuff. I, I'm not sure, but right. it, it doesn't seem like it, but no, he didn't. He didn't observe his way into putting himself in the right mindset to get really good. Right. Yeah. He did by all appearances, he just did it and he's gotten really, really good. So that you could conclude that, well, we're just screwed. You get what you get. Hopefully you have no, no, the right I, approach going that's into That's not it. what I was trying to say if I came across. Well, oh, right. But the fact that it can be different for me, just it would be great if I had another mic to have him try something different and I could we could A-B test and figure out what works given the same brain and the same body and the same experiences, but we don't. So I'm kind of going by the best I can. But there are periods where I could feel myself getting better. I just, I knew it was happening. Like right now, for at, at that time, I'm just playing better. I'm getting better. I'm pushing my skill limit higher where yes, I will fall off and fluctuate, but it feels like it permanently stays higher from these very specific stretches of time. And there are other periods where it, even though I really want it to happen, it doesn't. And I think that there's something different there something going on in my brain and i think it's a weird thing i don't have an answer like you said but i want an answer and i want to pursue that 
Well, okay. Let's try to brainstorm ways where you can facilitate that. experimenting. Yeah. Yeah. Be because I think that's a big important part of it. So if if you're playing StarCraft, say from the hours of I don't know, three o'clock to six o'clock every day, um, start doing some some random. Obviously, you, it's not that, but start playing at different, more random times. Um, play at different times of the day where I mean, maybe you already do this. Um, yeah. But I have found with, with drawing that I think differently throughout the day, and I'm able to solve problems differently at different times of the day. Um, and all, it will lead to new revelations of, of how to approach things. If I change it up, if I keep changing it up, if I do the same thing every day, obviously it, it's hard to come up with new things. But Yeah. I, I could try that playing at different times. I could... I think what I'm going to do is or almost, I don't know, play and try to put my brain into different states of... That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like playing really aggressively and trying to act like I'm very confident and dominant, sort of. And then right. playing more analytically and carefully i don't know just i want to experiment with different mindsets to see if that feels like it affects things definitely do that do more weird things yeah i mean things that that don't make sense do them um try Try to express feelings through the way you play. I mean, <laughs> no, I know really you. I'm weird not weird things. I'm. I yeah. am so sold on that kind of idea because, as I said, there's something going on, and it's not the obvious thing. Try to play upside down. Flip the screen <laughs> upside down and try to play like that. I mean, well, with with drawing, there's a lot of times where I will. I mean, I, I flip the canvas constantly while I'm working on it, and then it sometimes when you turn it upside down. Uh, you can draw it better. It's it's very strange, but it's a way your your brain works. Yeah, it would be different with Starcraft. It would probably be but awful. It, but but th there's there's right. strange things like that that yeah. actually make a big difference. Yeah, I'll I'll start brainstorming that. I'll see what I can come up with, and see what happens. I mean, I, everything we're saying for you to do, I'm also going to be applying all of this to my. Yeah, you well, you figure stuff. out something that you're stuck on my actually my thing recently has been just how do you draw figures better and i i've gone through god i've drawn a lot of figures in my life but i still can't i just can't seem to latch onto it in a way that i do other things and and have that authority on it that uh I don't feel like I'm in control. And so I'm trying all of these different ways to do it. And I just keep getting really frustrated with it. Um, you know, I've tried learning the bones in the body and then working on memorizing all the muscles and all of these things. And it's just not, it, it's just not natural yet. Um, okay, cool. That's, that's your thing then. Yeah. You, you don't have to become good at, or, great well, at drawing that, figures you have to figure out how to get better at it 
Right. And that might be my problem is that I don't have an exact number like you do with your... In, right. What is it? M MMR. MMR, yeah. Okay. I don't have that exact number. I don't have some sort of thing to judge it against. I, I don't know. I just I just keep shooting in the dark. I don't know. Well, you, you are the judge, though. I mean, that's how art works. Yeah. There is not a number. There isn't supposed to be a number. It's basically how how good of a feeling does it create in the human being that looks at it sort right. of right yeah sure yeah that'll work well th i mean if that's but your metric yeah. right yes. then anyway you you are gonna have to be the judge there's no way around that but right see if you but, can but... get to where you make you improve to where you make yourself happier when you see your figure drawing your your sense of frustration with the starcraft stuff is perfectly parallel to exactly what i'm doing uh, yeah with, with it, figure drawing or yeah. yeah i have dealt with the same frustrations with classical guitar same deal i would go through periods where i was improving and playing really well and then through long stretches where i wasn't and i practiced really really hard i wanted to get better and i didn't and i same problem this is very familiar to me you know it's called a plateau i know that but i don't know why it happens Thanks for listening, everybody. If you're on YouTube, we would love to have a comment. Uh, tell us your thoughts. We have loved reading everything you guys have given us so far. You guys are amazing. If you're on a podcast platform, you can email us at theoveranalyzerspodcast at gmail.com. And we would also love to have a review. We're still very small and the reviews matter to us tremendously. But thank you very much. We will see you next week.